Today in Science from Wired. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. Today's briefing is brought to you by NetSuite by Oracle, the world's number one cloud business system. NetSuite gives you the visibility and control needed to make smart decisions and grow with confidence. Save time and money and gain agility and scale by managing your company's finances in one place in real time from your desktop or phone. Start today. Right now, NetSuite is offering valuable insights with a free guide, Seven Key Strategies to Grow Your Profits, at netsuite.com slash wired. Get your free guide at netsuite.com slash wired. The most complete brain map ever is here, A Fly's Connectome, by Gregory Barber. When asked what's so special about Drosophila melanogaster, or the common fruit fly, Jerry Rubin quickly gets on a roll. Rubin has poked and prodded flies for decades, including as a leader of the effort to sequence their genome, so permit him to count their merits. They are expert navigators, for one, zipping around without crashing into walls. They have great memories, too, he adds. Deprived of their senses, they can find their way around a room, much as you, if you were suddenly blindfolded, could probably escape through whichever door you most recently entered. Fruit flies are very skillful, he appraises, and all that skill, although contained in a brain the size of a poppy seed, involves some neural circuitry similar to our own, a product of our distant common ancestor. That's why, as director of Genelia Research Campus, part of the Howard Hughes Medical Institute, he spent the last 12 years leading a team that's mapping out the fly brain's physical wiring down to the very last neuron. Janelia researchers announced a major step in that quest on Wednesday, releasing a wiring diagram of the fly brain that contains 25,000 neurons and the 20 million connections between them. The so-called connectome corresponds to the fly's hemibrain, a region that's about 250 micrometers across, the size of a dust mite or the thickness of two strands of hair. It's about a third of the total fly brain and contains many of the critical regions responsible for memory, navigation, and learning. Researchers like Rubin believe a physical blueprint of the brain could become a foundational resource for neuroscientists doing for brain science what genome sequences have done for genetics. The argument is that to get anywhere with understanding brain circuits, you first need to know what the circuits are and what kind of cells they join. That physical schematic becomes a roadmap for all kinds of inquiries, Rubin says, anything from understanding the role of the brain's wiring in psychiatric disorders to how our brains store memories. 
Obviously, it would be nice to pursue those questions with a complete human connectome, but that's a long way off. Fully analyzing even the tiniest amount of brain matter requires an enormous amount of time and treasure. Hence, the brain of the humble fruit fly, with one millionth the number of neurons of our own. Drosophila is only the second adult animal to have its brain circuitry mapped at this level of detail, following the nematode C. elegans back in 1986. That task was far more modest. The entire nervous system spanned 302 neurons and 7,000 connections, small enough for researchers with enough effort to get the job done by physically shaving off layers of cells, printing off images taken with an electron microscope, and tracing them with colored pencils. The complexity of the fly brain is two orders of magnitude greater, thus the three-decade gap in getting it done. It's a landmark, says Clay Reed, a neuroscientist at the Allen Institute in Seattle who's been working to create a similar map for a cubic millimeter of mouse brain. For the small community of researchers who have spent decades building connectomes, the emergence of these first large-scale data sets feels like vindication, he says. In the beginning, people thought we were certifiable, and if we weren't nutty, we were boring. Reed and Rubin's fellow neuroscientists questioned whether, given the great number of unknowns about how neurons work, such schematics would be useful. You might end up with the physical structures, but little insight into the neural activity that happens there. The rest found the whole enterprise unfeasible. In 2004, researchers at the Max Planck Institute in Germany had demonstrated automated methods that could analyze images of neurons produced by electron microscopes, a process known as segmentation. It was a vast improvement over tracing neurons by hand. But even then, completing the whole fly-brain connectome would have taken 250 people working for two decades, Rubin estimates. Rubin was undeterred, betting the technology could be sped up. The team initially focused on improving methods of gathering the data using electronic microscopy. To get the complete neuron-by-neuron -neuron map they hoped for, the researchers needed to develop new computational techniques to produce clearer, denser three-dimensional images. The process involved slicing the brain into 20 nanometer slabs and then continuously imaging them for months in an undisturbed environment. A tiny error in one part of the imaging might cause rippling effects across the entire connectome data set. But the real bottleneck remained in the process of making sense of those images, the segmentation problem. A former Genelia lab manager, Viren Jain, had been working on that very problem at Google using a machine learning technique called flood-filling networks. Whereas previous methods had involved detecting boundaries between neurons and then grouping together related pixels, the new method combined those steps to fill in neurons one at a time, like creating a painting of the image, Jain says. To train its machine learning algorithms, Google needed data, images of neurons filled in by humans, which Genelia could provide. It also needed a human fact check. Back at Genelia, after the computers filled in the neuron images, a team of about 50 proofreaders went over the algorithm's results, looking for erroneous shapes and connections. Computers can't do all the work, Jane adds. Now that the data is publicly available, it remains to be seen how the researchers will use the schematic. While researchers could previously zero in on brain circuits of interest and map those neurons, doing so was costly, says Reed, the Allen Institute researcher. He's hopeful that a complete map will help researchers see distant connections that might otherwise be overlooked. It's also potentially more efficient. Before this, each question required a difficult experiment, but now it's a computer query, he says. There's no comparison. 
That's an exciting prospect for researchers like Carla Kahn, a professor at Brown University who studies the effects of drugs and alcohol on memory formation. Having a detailed map of the hemibrane is important, she says, for understanding the nuances between the circuitry involved in the extremely long-lasting intense memories and more typical long-term memory. She'd like to see that data married with other methods that can be used to cheaply compare structures across brains within the same species. That could potentially show how differences in physical structure contribute to diseases and behavior. A few other connectome projects are grinding forward. Google has partnered with researchers at Max Planck to analyze circuits in the brains of songbirds involved in learning songs, and with Harvard to study a tiny human sample. It's the opposite of the fly project—just one millionth of a whole human brain, says Jane. Still, it will potentially involve a petabyte of data. Later this year, Reed expects to release an even larger data set corresponding to the cubic millimeter of the mouse brain his team has been imaging, part of a project funded by IARPA. An advantage shared by independently funded places like Allen Institute and HHMI is they can make these long-term gambles. I was sort of the venture capitalist here, keeping the money flowing for 12 years, making sure no one kills anyone. Rubin says. Janelia has spent forty million dollars on the project, not including Google's contribution, for which the cloud computing budget alone would tally in the millions. Janelia has an ongoing budget of five million dollars per year to map the full nervous system of both a male and a female fly. Ruben hopes that effort will pay off in time. I lived through the genome projects, he says. I can remember in the 1980s when people said all you'll get is a string of AGCTs and you won't know how to interpret the data. We still don't know how to read that sequence, not even close, but we're making progress, and the cost of sequencing genomes has come down significantly in the process. Everyone who thought the genome project was a dumb thing now admits it was worth every penny. He adds. Still, it's unclear who will pick up the tab on future connectomes, especially with the most interesting brains orders of magnitude bigger than the flies. Ruben is rooting for a full-fledged effort to map the mouse's 75 million neurons. The cost is perhaps 500 million dollars. He muses, assuming the tools speed up by perhaps two or three orders of magnitude. But such was the case when he started on his own brain mapping journey. We've shown people that it's feasible. He says, "Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps—you know, all the mundane stuff." That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.